Welcome to Soul Bodied. This is your host, Anna Kinkela. This is a sacred space where we hold conversations on what it means to honor the fullness of our humanity and the expansiveness of our divinity. In this space, we embrace the complexities that are inherent in all of our experiences, welcoming in the messiness of all that we are as a pathway to knowing, embracing, and embodying the fullest expression of our soul in the human realm. We talk about leadership, embodiment, social change, psychology, spirituality, conscious business, quantum creation, politics, nature, movement and the body, relationships, building communities of true connection, and anything else that guides us deeper into leading from a place of wholeness and belonging within ourselves and with each other. Hello, dear ones, and welcome back to Soul Bodied. This is your host, Anna Kinkela. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about healing the inner child and why that is so important for your business. While this episode is geared more for entrepreneurs or for anyone who's building a business, um, this episode is also definitely relevant for anyone who's interested in inner children, inner child healing, and why we do that work. Because, of course, inner children impact our life as well, impact every area of our life. So it's not just about how it shows up in business, it's also how it shows up in life. And the way that I talk about inner children might also be um, something that is new to you. You may have already done a lot of inner child work. You may have heard other episodes from other podcasts about working with inner children. And I guarantee you'll find something here that lends a new perspective on this topic. So a few episodes ago... I talked about how to rewire your patterns. And I want to bring that thread in for just a little bit to explain how I understand inner child work. And so, you know, we all have patterns that we operate from, that we automatically react from in our life and in our business. And this is deeply unconscious for all of us, right? And then until we draw attention to these unconscious patterns will continue reacting from this automatic space instead of being able to choose and more intentionally direct our energy in a direction that really supports our highest good. So all of the work that I do with clients is really primarily focused on helping them rewire these deeper patterns that are causing them to show up in certain ways in their leadership or in their business that aren't really supporting their soul's pathway. 
And, you know, our unconscious patterns are a reflection of what we've experienced throughout our childhood. They are also definitely a reflection of ancestral pieces and past lives. But today we're really focusing on our early development and how that impacts our patterns. So, of course, when we talk about early development, we talk about what happened to us as children and how we as children interpreted the things that were happening around us, right? What's true and what we know is that a child can experience the exact same event and have different interpretations of that event, right? So it's not even so much about the actual event that happened, even though that's definitely important, but it's more about how that child internalized and interpreted an event. So something that can be traumatic for one person doesn't necessarily have to be traumatic for another, although there are certainly traumatic events that across the board are just considered traumatic, right? Car accidents, assaults, you know, the death of someone in our life, those are trauma events. Um, But there's also all of these other little smaller traumas that we experience throughout our life and definitely through our developmental years that can be traumatic to one child, but doesn't necessarily have to be traumatic to another. And I think what's also more accurate to say is that an event that happens to one child might have a greater impact on them than it does on another child. So even though it might be a traumatic event in a general sense, how much it impacts us definitely depends on how we interpret that, how we interpret meaning and what it means about us and our place in the world. So if you think about a timeline of your life and you look at where you are presently and then you start to look back on the timeline, you'll see, you know, earlier adult versions of yourself, earlier young adult versions of yourself, teenage versions of yourself, and then child versions of yourself. And, you know, when I talk about inner children here, what I really mean is past versions of yourself. So these don't necessarily have to be children per se, but they are versions of yourself that are in the past on this timeline. When it comes to formation of patterns, a pattern shift can happen at any point in your life. Certainly like very early on in the past seven years of your life you're going to develop the bulk of your patterning and the experiences that you have in the first seven years of your life are very formative, but you know, things that happen past the age of seven can definitely alter your patterns and can alter the way that you understand yourself in the world. So in many ways, yes, we are talking about the inner children, the very young versions of ourselves here, but we're also talking about the parts of us that experience something that really altered their understanding of who they are and altered their understanding of maybe what's even possible for them. When I think about our patterns and our reactions that come from past versions of ourself, I think about these parts of ourselves that are trapped in this bubble, this time bubble. And this past version of ourself that is trapped in this time bubble is being triggered in the present moment 
because of the situation that's unfolding in the present moment. And so this past version of yourself that's trapped in this time bubble is inserting itself energetically into the moment and is directing the show, is driving in the front seat of the car and is reacting from this past event that happened and was interpreted by them in this certain way. What I really want to say is that there's nothing wrong or bad about this, right? We all have these parts of us that react to certain things. And as human beings, we're mostly in some shape or form reacting from from a certain patterning. And our work throughout our life is to unveil these unconscious patterns and to align more and more with the guidance of our soul, right? And we do this from a place of compassion. So it's never about making these past versions of ourselves or these inner children wrong for interpreting what they interpreted or experiencing what they experienced. It's more about bringing a deeper level of understanding to ourselves and being able to wrap our arms around these past versions of ourselves, these inner children, um, and to give them a lot of empathy because they were doing the best that they could. And you in the present moment reacting from that space are doing the best that you can. And it's only through us beginning to bring awareness, to bring understanding to who is showing up in the room with you, that you can start to gradually shift these things and that you can start to actually just radically give yourself and these past versions of yourself, the love, um, the understanding, the witnessing that they never got a chance to receive. And the more that you can recognize that these are past versions of you, that these are inner children that are showing up in the room, um, the easier it is to actually, you know, shift from the reaction space and into the observation space, simply observing where you reacted from and then being able to come into relationship with these parts and shift this patterning more quickly. Our inner children are often the lost or forgotten parts of us that need tending, that need witnessing, that need healing, that really just need your presence in the space. And one of the most common things that I hear from clients when they start to interact with their inner children is that the inner children feel like they've been forgotten, right? And whether it's forgotten by you know, the people involved in the event that they're reacting to, or whether it's the adult you in the situation, there's this general sense of somehow being cast aside or turned away from. And that once you do the work of turning towards this part of you and learning how to tend to it, that this part of you gets to just relax this part of you gets to feel healed even by the mere presence of you being in the space with them. Being seen and being witnessed is powerful medicine in and of itself. And once you get to know these inner children, 
you have the opportunity to fold this practice into your day-to-day. As your inner children come up in reaction to something, you get to acknowledge them and see them and turn towards them. When these inner children are forgotten or swept under the rug into the depths of your unconscious mind, you don't have the chance to honor them. So as you get to know them, you'll really start to understand why you do the things that you do. And you'll start to be able to honor these parts of you that at some point didn't receive what they needed in the space and do that deeper tending to yourself in the present moment. And this kind of deeper tending to yourself, the action of recognizing these inner children and tending to these parts help you grow a much deeper connection within you. They help you to truly evolve and deepen in your own love of self. Whether we consciously know it or not, the inner child runs the show so much of the time when it comes to any area of our life. And, you know, when it comes to our business, it runs the show. When it comes to our relationships, it runs the show. It's just a matter of whether we're recognizing it, right? And the practice of being soul-bodied is coming into our center, coming into our wise self, our wise mind, and really taking action from this deeper part of us that knows our truth and that expresses and shows up in that truth. And the inner child, although it is a part of us that we can embrace, that we can walk with, that we can accept, is often a wounded part of us that didn't receive something that they really needed at that point in their life. And so our journey into becoming soul-bodied is learning how to unearth and come into relationship with these inner children within us and learning how to really radically accept those parts of us. Now, one thing that's important to know, because one of the things I often talk about on here is the ego mind is that, you know, in front of every inner child, there is an ego part that is protecting that inner child. And so at the moment that these inner children were somehow hurt or not heard or banished, there was an ego part that rose up in order to protect that inner child. Because the only way that that inner child knows how to navigate her world up until that point is by coping in different ways. So it might be through anxiety, it could be through depression, could be through, um, you know, fear that causes them to hide or run. Um, It could be through the inner critic, a voice inside of their heads that just pushes them to do better and to be better, right? And so these ego parts emerge as a result of something that the inner child experienced early on in his or her life. And these ego parts then help us walk in the world in one way or another, right? They help us manage our environment, understand our environment, survive our environment so that we are okay. And by we, I mean so that those inner children are okay. And so the place that you operate from in your present day when it's coming from this reaction space is from a place of 
survival or needing to be seen, needing to be witnessed, needing to be loved that is managed by these ego parts that take control of your life and business bus, right? That take over the wheel. And so the inner critic, the perfectionist, um, the anxious part, the depressed part, you know, whatever ego part that's driving is there because it's protecting a past version of you. And wow, what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful gift that the ego is giving to you because it's been protecting you for a very long time. It's been protecting that inner child for a very long time. And ultimately, all unconscious work is coming back to the root, right? If we really want to shift something, this goes back to shifting patterns, we have to go back to the root, and the root is the inner child. The ego is a bridge to the inner child. And so in order to get into relationship with the inner child, we also need to get into relationship with the ego part. And the way that I typically identify whatever child is running the show in someone's business or in someone's life is by first starting with the ego parts that's showing up in the space, right? Are you feeling anxious about your launch? Are you in scarcity because you're afraid that you're not going to have enough money, right? We start with the ego part that's showing up in the space, that's showing up in the body, in the moment, in the present moment. And that part helps to lead us to the inner child. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to think back um, to, you know, your early years to try and trace this back. The ego does it for you. We just have a conversation with it. And once we've developed relationship and trust with the ego part, then it will show us the inner child that it's protecting. So if you're thinking about, you know, how do I find these inner children? How do I get into relationship with these inner children? Start with what you're feeling now and come into conversation with those parts of you, with the anxiety, with the scarcity, with the sadness, with the anger, with whatever's there. And, you know, once you've developed somewhat of a relationship, then ask simply, you know, what's the inner child that's presenting itself? And usually you'll get an image in your mind, or, you know, you'll get a sense that maybe it's your 13-year-old or your nine-year-old self. It'll present itself very naturally. And then that's when you get to work with that part of you. If you've ever worked with me before, my work is around you know, dialoguing and being in relationship with all parts of ourselves as a radical way to ascend up through the spiral and ascend into our wholeness and really show up in the world as our true self, which is what helps you to expand in your business, which is what helps you to expand in your life. And this is also a deeply, deeply energetic process, right? Every single part of you that shows up within your body and your awareness has an energetic signature to it. It has an energetic vibration. And, you know, your anxiety has an energetic vibration. 
your anger has an energetic vibration, your joy has an energetic vibration. And I actually stay away from labeling them as low or high vibration, because I think our human mind automatically then categorizes that into bad or good. And the reality is, is neither one of it is bad or good. It simply is. And the vibration that's presenting itself for you is inviting you to work with it in order to help you shift into the next level of that vibration, right? So in that way, the inner children within you also have an energetic vibration. And all we're doing is we're learning how to work with these different energies and to shift these different energies within ourselves in the way that feels natural, right? We never want to force an energetic shift. We're here to be with the energy and allow the energy to unfold in front of us. Um, But it's also really teaching you how to be the magic weaver of your own experience, right? That you get to be in the seat of power that really recognizes yourself as the highest self, you get to embody the highest self in these moments where, when you're interacting with these parts of you. And you really get to be the person who steers where this relationship goes. And there is such immense power in witnessing yourself in this space and witnessing how you're able to radically give yourself empathy and love that wasn't given to you right? Because when we can do that for ourselves, then we cease to depend so much on the external things around us to give us that comfort and to give us that love. It doesn't mean that we don't need that love and that we don't need that comfort externally from us, but it does mean that the more that we can source it internally from ourselves, the more that we can recognize our inherent power in every situation in our life. So how do the inner children really affect your business? Inner child work is not something that we typically think of when we talk about being successful in your business, right? Inner child work is something we think about when we think about healing ourselves, right? For most of the clients that I work with, you know, and probably for most of you listening in, you recognize the correlation between healing work and finding success in your business because how you show up in your business is what leads to success and how you are in your business reflects itself in all other areas of your life. So, you know, if you tend to hide in areas of your life and you're afraid of being seen by people that you love, you're probably going to be afraid of being seen in your business. Um, You know, these are not completely separate containers. We are reflected in similar ways in all compartments of our life, right? And the more you do this healing work within yourself, then the more you're able to direct your business in a way that's truly aligned with what your soul is wanting to birth through you in this life. Most people see this correlation. And if you've never seen the correlation, then welcome. Here you are. You are hearing about it now. Um, And, you know, I just want to say, like, for those of you who are just being welcomed into seeing this and how it's maybe reflecting itself in your business, um, 
we all have different entries into the healing work. And I know for a lot of people, when they go into entrepreneurship, this is an invitation into the healing work and that's how they get introduced to it. So, you know, welcome, like this is a beautiful place to start if you're finding yourself here. But the way that the inner child really impacts your business is that it's a representation of all the parts of you that need to be reclaimed and integrated back so that you can shine as your whole self. And for me, entrepreneurship and being in business is you actually embodying your whole self in the space, because that's what helps you to show up in your power. One of the things that I see so often happening with people in business, with entrepreneurs, is that they are hiding all of these bits and pieces of themselves and fitting themselves into some kind of box, like all of this lists of shoulds that, you know, exist in the world of business that we receive when either we take training programs or we read business books or, you know, just what we've seen out on the internet or the stories that we've heard about other entrepreneurs, we often think we have to model ourselves in the image of those people and what we see externally in order to find success. And what I've found through my own journey and what I've found working with entrepreneurs is that it's really about learning what's true for you, what your intuition is communicating to you, who you are being in your business. That is what attracts success. And, you know, if we talk about it, even on an energetic playing field, when we have all of these stuck energies that are in our body, which unhealed in our children are essentially stuck energies in our energetic body. It's harder for us to energetically welcome in that which we truly desire and that which we see is meant for us um, because the energy that we're showing up in isn't clear. The more you reveal yourself authentically to the universe, the more the universe responds to that authenticity, right? And so When we are ourselves, the universe reflects that back to us and really makes it so much more easeful to bring in our desires. And when I talk about us being our true selves, quote unquote, I want to just stress the fact that when we are in the energy of our inner children, which happens because we are repeating the programming that we have from our early development. We are essentially not expressing where we are currently in the present moment, right? We're not embodying ourselves. We are embodying the energy of a past self that felt like it needed to protect itself because it didn't have any other ways of doing that. And that is normal. That is human, right? Um, But the whole journey of this work is actually to update our energetic system in so many ways. And yes, it's also to heal ourselves and come into deeper relationship with ourselves and really show up from this place of true embodiment. And before I was talking a little bit about how you can even envision the inner children trapped in these energetic bubbles that are kind of floating around, that the work here, when we come into relationship is to 
pop that bubble so they're not suspended in time. They're not repeating the same event over and over again. And to help these inner children integrate into our bodies in a way that has them feeling held and in a way that we are actually accepting of those parts, which makes it so much easier for us to then feel safe to be seen by others in the world, right? Because when we do the work of seeing ourselves and witnessing ourselves, then we are much more able and willing and open to allow others to see us in whatever shape and form we come in. So everything that you are currently struggling with in your business, I can guarantee you goes back to an inner child part that we can identify and that we can work with. I have never seen this not to be the case unless we are purely working on strategy. And even in the case when we're working on strategy, what I find to be true about strategy is that it's all about finding the strategy that works for your individual energetic blueprint. And you knowing your own individual energetic blueprint has everything to do with you coming into deeper relationship with yourself and revealing your true energy out into the world. So even knowing the right strategy, knowing the right quote unquote approach in your business is all about doing this deeper inner healing that goes all the way back to the inner child. When you start to shift and heal the inner child, what ends up happening is that your patterns in the present moment start to shift because now that the inner child has been integrated in you, she's not reacting from you, right? And if she does for some reason, then you have all of the awareness to know that that's what's happening. And then you have the power to shift out of that space. And I also just want to say that, you know, what does it mean to heal the inner child, quote unquote? Um, there is a spiral involved in any healing process. So it's not like we heal one inner child, integrate them, and then we can check that off our list, right? Um, that sometimes the same inner child might come up in different iterations of your healing and that that's normal and that's human, right? We can still get triggered from a past version of ourselves. What matters is that we now have the awareness and the embodiment to know that that inner child is getting triggered in the moment and that we can then shift out of that space energetically as it allows for us to shift. Sometimes we need to stay there for a little bit to process, and sometimes we can do it pretty quickly, right? But whatever inner child is showing up in the space is just leading you to the door that you need to open in order to rise in your next energetic container. Every thought, every emotion, every inner child has an energy, right? And the more we can learn to work with the energy, the more that we easily open up the next energetic container of our leadership in our business. Everything in our business is energy. Everything in our life is energy. And it all starts with us. It all starts in our body. And the inner children are the gems that are buried inside of your body that are waiting to be unearthed and seen by you. What I've seen happening for so many of my clients and for myself is that when they've seen the inner children that are there, they've actually catapulted them into new areas of their business. They have actually 
gotten so much clarity and direction in their business that they otherwise wouldn't have have gotten unless they had met these inner children. The inner children, although you know they're wounded in so many ways, have deep nuggets of wisdom for us, and they teach us so much about ourselves. And this often really creatively inspires us to understand the direction that we're meant to move in, understand the creations that we're meant to put out into the world. And so, yes, it's healing, but it's also receiving from the inner children and receiving what we need in the moment from the inner children is another way that we get to validate the uniqueness that we bring into the world, right? And that the more we can honor that uniqueness and see how special we are, the more we show up in our power and the more that we claim what we really want and the more that our clients see us doing that and the more that they want to work with us. Inner children are the root of the unconscious and they're the gateway to reprogramming and rewiring yourself. They're also the entryway into deeper relationship with yourself They are also the key to unearthing so many of the gifts that you naturally have. Because when you think about it, you know, children embody the essence of us so effortlessly. Who we are as children, a lot of the things that we love, a lot of the ways that we show up just naturally presents itself when we're children. And when we go back and enter into this kind of relationship with the inner child as a way to heal ourselves, we're also actually unearthing our true essence as we interact with them. We so easily forget who we are when we become adults. There's all these layers that get put on top of us through our social programming, through expectation, through the ego voices that are telling us to do all of these things. And when we meet the inner children, we are able to witness their joy. We're able to witness their play. We're able to witness the things that we've forgotten about ourselves and to integrate those things back into us. So it's not even so much about healing, although it is. It's also about remembering, deeply remembering who we are. And that is the greatest gift that you can give yourself definitely in your business, but most particularly in the rest of your life. Because when you remember who you really are, you live in such a way that honors the depths of you and that attracts relationships into your life that that reflect the essence of your being. Um, this allows you to lead your life and your business from this authentic and aligned space. So It's truly such a gift to be able to do this work. And I know that often, you know, when you think about inner child work, people think about how hard it is to do the work. And while I'm not going to say that it's easy because it's not, right? When we're working with inner children, we're inevitably working with some of our greatest pains in our life, depending on what we've experienced. But at least what I can say and speak to from the work that I do with my clients is that we never do it from a place of where you become the inner child again, right? There's a difference in healing our wounding from re-experiencing it and being in the energy of that 
and embodying the highest self as you interact with this part of you. And so while it is hard to witness and see what these inner children went through, there's also something really healing and just being able to see how far you've come as well, right? That that there can be heartache in the same space as there can be joy, that there can be sadness and shame and any of the other emotions that the inner child might have experienced in the same breath as there is expansion and um, being able to truly embody this reparenting role and how much that action alone creates so much energetic shift within you. So while it is hard to witness some of these things, it is never about re-experiencing those things and being in that space again. It is about experiencing how you can radically and beautifully hold yourself fully in the space. And so there's so many layers of the benefits that this work brings um, to your business and to your life. And when it comes to, you know, building your business, what I've seen happen for myself and for the women in my programs is that their evolvement, their, their leadership evolvement is all about coming back to the root of themselves and how we progress in the world and how we progress in our business, therefore, is by learning our roots, healing our roots, embodying our roots, all in the same breath. I want to take a few moments to just speak to what it means to heal the inner child, because healing can happen in a lot of different ways. And, you know, there's certainly a lot of ways to approach inner child healing work. I do it energetically and through relationship building, um, because I deeply believe that through the conversations that we have with inner children, with ego parts, um, we are able to have an experience that helps us to embody ourselves differently. So it's not simply for me about, you know, shifting the energy, you know, me doing it or teaching you how to do it. It's actually about you having the experience within yourself of the dialogue, which I think makes such a huge difference. Um, but yeah, inner child work can be done in so many ways. You can do it totally unconsciously through breath work. And I've had people talk about, you know, breath work sometimes bringing up inner child parts um, that whatever you do within your body can often bring up unconscious pieces. Certainly through NLP work, you know, neuro linguistic programming, I've heard people use that. Um, method in order to heal the inner child. Um, of course, I believe in my method the most. <laughs> like when you talk to practitioners, of course, they're going to believe in their own method the most. Um, I don't think anyone is better or worse or whatever than another, other than you being really discerning about which pr practitioner you hire in order to do the work. Um, because we are dealing with inner child parts that experience different kinds of traumas, you really want a practitioner that is a trauma informed, that knows what they're doing. So they're not simply doing the inner child work because 
they once did it themselves and they didn't receive any formal training and how to create the kind of container that you really need to do the inner child healing work. So that's really important. You know, whenever you work with a coach and I've said this on other episodes, it's important for you to ask for their certifications for what kind of work has prepared them to do this, especially when we're talking about inner healing work. Um, So that's like my one thing that I would advise um, if you're looking for someone to do that kind of work with you. Speaking of, I do have a few spots open for my individual mentorship container, and this is open to folks other than entrepreneurs. I work with any type of leader who's a visionary, a creative, a change maker, someone who is out here to do something big and beautiful in the world and really needs support on this journey, wants to find deeper alignment, wants to clear any energetic blocks to them embodying the person that receives all that they really desire in both their life and in their business. The journey that we take in this mentorship is a profound one. Um, It's six months of us really diving deep into the unconscious realm, doing rewiring, receiving clarity, receiving direction, and me holding the container to help you really make big moves in both your business and your life. So if that is something that you are interested in exploring, then please reach out to me um, by sending me an email at Anna at AnnaKinkela.com and or you can message me on Instagram. Most people who listen to the podcast find me on Instagram. So my handle on Instagram is at the Anna Kinkela. Um, so we can just start a dialogue on there, explore whether it's the right fit for both of us and go from there. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And if you loved what you heard, If you received value from this podcast episode, I just want to invite you to write a written review on iTunes. It helps the podcast so much because people see that folks are receiving value and then they tune in and recommend it to their friends. So thank you and I will see you next time.